0: They're really just insecure and they try to hide it, but it's so obvious. The most driven people in the world want to build great empires and leave a great legacy. This podcast, The Underestimated Entrepreneur is my attempt at documenting the lessons I'm learning on my way to building a $100 million empire that helps people perform better in life and business. My hope is that you use these lessons to live a kick-ass life while building your own empire and leaving a powerful legacy. I hope you share and enjoy. Driven mofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. Today, I am talking about the importance of supporting results. Now, what does this mean and why am I talking about it? Well, I just had a massive achievement. So over the last six years, I have been grinding, working my ass off to try and build this company. You know, in that time, I've coached tens of thousands of people through our events, our seminars, through one-on-one coaching... You know, I've been able to coach some amazing sports teams and work with some sports teams like the Redbacks here in South Australia, the South Australian cricket team a couple of years ago. Shane McDermott, who was the assistant coach of the Bangladesh cricket team. He worked here with the Australian cricket team as well. You know, just some amazing athletes as well, like Steph Davies, who went to the Commonwealth Games. She came to our Thrive Time event and didn't even know what she wanted to do in life. 18 months later, she's at the Commonwealth Games, never have competed. She'd never competed in a weightlifting event before coming to Thrive Time, she didn't even know she liked weightlifting. She realized that she loved exercise, started training at a CrossFit gym, wanted to become a trainer, and then 18 months later, she's at the Commonwealth Games, never having done, you know, weightlifting or anything like that. So she represented Australia. So I've worked with some amazing, 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 amazing individuals. Sam Fricker, as well, the Australian Olympic diver who has a massive TikTok following. It's been so much over the last, you know, six or so, or well, 10 years, but Over the last six years, and the reason why I tell you this, is that I was just working so hard because I had a massive dream. I had these huge goals. I want to be globally helping people. And what I found was, and I think most parents, you'll resonate with this. I started putting everybody else and everybody else's results before myself. And even though I still would train most days, it was sort of like a rush session. I'd rush in, quickly smash out some weights, wouldn't stretch afterwards. I'd end up with a sore back and a sore shoulder, and then I'm going to physio. And then I'm slipping on my diet which was the worst thing. I'm getting pizza three nights a week, or I'm just quickly grabbing takeaway, or I'm not eating all day, and then I'm overeating at nighttime. And so I was doing these things, and slowly but slowly, the weight crept on, my energy turned to shit, my sleeping was a bit average. And about three to four months ago, I said, I've got a personal trainer, Costa. And Costa was one of the personal trainers that I mentored when I was a personal trainer. So he was sort of one of my students. But he was always just super fit, really engaged. He just loved fitness, loved health. And about two years ago, I bumped into him at a cafe. I said, mate, look, I just need some accountability. I need to just do something different. Like I've got to start prioritizing myself. And I had the gym at home and I know that I can just walk out there and train. But the thing with having a gym at home is that you can train, but you can also not train. There's like everything with results, right? You can work hard and make money. You can not work hard and not make money. So with every excuse... There's also a decision that's being made or not made. I hired Costa and I kept training. So I became more consistent with training and I was feeling a bit better. About three months ago, I thought, you know what? It's now or never. I'm about to turn 40 or I just turned 40. It's time to hit the nail on the head. I'm cleaning up my diet. I'm starting to drop some weight a bit. I need to get that weight around my midsection off. You know, I'd sit at events and my belt would dig into my belly a little bit and I was never fat. You know, I was when I was younger, but I didn't like the feeling of having a belt that dug into my, my little overhang. And I didn't like the little chunky bits on the side of my waist hanging over my pants. And I just made me feel a lack of confidence. Like I was still reasonably confident. I can just walk up and talk to people, but I'd have to suck my stomach in a little bit and I just didn't like it, you know? And so anyway, I thought, you know, I'm doing this. And so I just became more disciplined, made sure that I was more focused made sure I raised my standards. I got really, really clear with why it was important to me. The exact things that I teach with you guys, right? If you've been to Thrive Time and you built your success map, it's exactly what I was talking about. I went back, I just retweaked it, and I was like, shit, I'm already almost on track. It's just I need that discipline. I need that accountability. And so I said to Costa, right, this moving forward, every week you're checking my calories and making sure I'm hitting calorie targets. Make sure I'm hitting my protein target and don't put up with no bullshit. I'm an entrepreneur, so entrepreneurs and business owners can talk their way into things and they can talk their way out of things, right? But that's part of their problem is that they can talk themselves out of doing things that they know that they should do also. And I was one of those people. We tightened that up. And also, I started working with another coach as well. And he said that your slips are other people's excuse. And he was right. If I tell people to be more disciplined and that they need to increase their discipline, yeah, I'm not disciplined. No one's going to listen. So I thought if we're gonna go big this year and I'm gonna start getting into the US market, hop over there and get on some podcasts and things like that, which I'm starting to organize now. I really wanna to go to, to the US and I really wanna to go to Europe as well. We've got a half decent following over there. So you know it's time to amp it up and, and go a lot bigger. And we built all the backend membership hub now. So we've got Dominate, we've got Thrive Time. Everything's starting to run a lot more, a lot smoother. We've got our business growth odyssey. I'm doing a lot more one-on-one coaching, but I really had to tune up that diet and become the man that I was proud of Nobody gets into business to work long, consistent hours and to be stressed out all the time, burnt out, frustrated, and feeling more trapped than if you had a job. You want the lifestyle. You want the opportunity that business can create. What's the point of having a business if you don't benefit and feel great as well? I help business owners avoid wasting a ton of time, effort, and money on doing all the wrong things that most business owners do, and I help align you and stay focused on doing all the right things that help business scale more quickly, more effective and more efficiently. More importantly, I help business owners to get their head right so that they can get the most out of business, but also so they can get the most out of life and do things the right way. So are you ready to kill your excuses? Are you ready to step up in business and create the lifestyle that you truly want? Learn more about my elite business coaching and apply at michaelmojo.com. Now today was the milestone and this is what I'm getting to. Today was a milestone. Today was the first time in six years that I dropped below 90 kilograms. That might not seem like a lot to most people, but it is because for me, that's about a six kilo, six kilograms of weight reduction. Now in the US, that's over 12 pounds. It was a milestone for me. I felt proud of myself and I thought, you know, I'm going to hop on Instagram and I'm going to share this story because there's a lot of people out there as well who hide their stories, that hide their successes. But there was also part of me as well that didn't want to gloat. I didn't want to get on there and say, hey guys, look, you know, I've dropped all this weight. You know, you need to drop weight too. It wasn't about that. What it was about was that me sharing that I had been through this journey where I prioritized everybody else. I put the business first. I worked extremely hard to grow it to well over a seven figure company. I'd achieved a lot. But at the same time, I didn't look after myself as effective as what my standards were. And today was really a reminder of how important it is and how empowering it is to look after yourself and to prioritize yourself. So I decided to share it and the response was amazing where I had a lot of people send me messages and they're like, congratulations and yada, yada, yada. It felt really, really good to have a community of people who actually supported. But there was also a little voice in the back of my head that made me feel really uncomfortable because I was like, I don't know. And it's the same when, when my team show my supercar or anything like that. There's still a little part of me that is afraid of the criticism or I don't want people to think that I'm just showing off or gloating. And sometimes it can come across like that, but I don't intend it to be like that. It's just that I'm proud of the person that I've had to become in order to have those things. I don't really give a shit. Like, I love my cars. I love the house I live in. I love the business. I love the work that I do. I love the clientele that I have, most of them. And so every now and again, I want to get the sledgehammer out. I'm proud of the man that I was, especially growing up in low socioeconomic area, you know, struggling with school, getting told I would get nowhere in life of all people by my fucking Latin teacher. You know, I got pulled out of Latin class one day and the teacher said, Michael, with your attitude, you'll get nowhere in life. I don't think my attitude's changed a lot. I just don't like putting up with shit and I don't like you know, having to be forced to learn things that I don't really see a point to. I've learned a lot about myself and I wanted to share that. But the key thing was that I realized was that most people don't share their wins. In the last three weeks, I've asked multiple people who have achieved amazing shit in our community to share their testimonials from people that within 12 months, they went from zero to two or $3 million in revenue in their business from people in our community that have lost weight and they feel great about themselves, to people that have taken the cut and have been talking about running a business for 10 years and haven't done shit, to now starting a business. And I tell them, get on there, share your story. I hate those testimonials where it's like, Michael, help me change everything and, and, and you should do his stuff. I don't like testimonials. I like people sharing their stories because when you share your story, it gives the belief to other people That your story matters, and it does fucking matter. We need those stories. We need stories of inspiration, of growth. That's why I share what I share. I think telling people and teaching people what to do is great, but most people don't fucking do it. Okay, Most people know what to do. They just don't do shit. It's the stories, though, that click it all together. When someone hears somebody else's story, they go, shit, that sounds like me. And it resonates. And because it resonates, they feel like they can do that too. And that's the missing link that most people don't get. And then you've got the accountability, the discipline and, and all of those other things as well. You know, I, I I just wish that more people would share their story of growth, share their stories of transformation. Not like the Instagram chick that just shares 480 rules of her booty and, and talks about, you know, how she grew up with no booty and that's that's like her story. And so now her whole life is around her booty or she tries to make other things significant in life by every one of her rules is her booty. I don't mean like that. But what I mean is that you should have pride in yourself. I never did. I never felt good about myself, as in I knew that I'd achieved a lot. But someone could come up to me and say, Michael, you transformed my life. The amount of people who whose lives were transformed from almost being suicidal or even being suicidal that I was able to help, from people who have had depression, anxiety, eating disorders, drug addiction, were trapped in their business, were trapped in their marriage, felt stuck in their life, didn't know how to get out of it. Just so many people that I've helped over the years and people would come up to me and they would say, you're doing a great job. Thank you for helping me. And in my head, it was just, this is what I heard. And I was like, yeah, cool. Yep. Thanks. Appreciate you. But those words were hollow and empty because I didn't really believe in my own story. I didn't believe that I had achieved all these amazing things. And so when people said to me, you've transformed my life, I just couldn't see it. I couldn't feel it in myself. I was almost numb to that. And I know that a lot of you in my community are extremely driven. And a lot of you won't take good feedback well. You will take negative feedback because if I tell you you're a piece of shit, you'll probably react. But if I tell you you've done an amazing job, how do you feel about that? Are you are you proud? Do you, do you actually feel proud of that, that you've helped somebody? When you go to bed at nighttime, are you proud that if you're a business owner, that you employ people? Right? I, I never really got this when I was younger. The fact that I'm able to put food on the table for other people, the fact that I'm able to to help the economy by paying a ludicrous amount of taxation. Now, I pay a small amount compared to some of my friends, but it's still a lot more than most people's incomes, right? So, you know, there's, there's impact there. These videos, these YouTube clips, these podcasts, these reels go out all around the world. But I never really realized how much I actually help people because I just couldn't feel it. I couldn't feel like, I I never felt like I was achieving enough. And something that transformed me was realizing that until I feel that, I'm not really going to be able to help people at the level that I want. And so it was a huge shift. So today I wanted to share that journey and share my success and share how I felt about it to others to hopefully inspire other people to share their journey too. And to remind you of how far you've come I know a lot of driven people always looking towards the future, always the next thing, wanting to achieve more. But when you do that, life is always going to feel hollow and you're going to always be searching for something. I had a client yesterday, multimillionaire, and I said, you're always going to be looking for something if you never feel that you've done enough. And he said, I've never felt like I've done enough. And I said, that's why you're always searching. That's your strategy to achieve. But the thing is that you've never achieved the thing that you want. And the achievement that you want is inner peace. You want to wake up in the morning, just get out of bed and just say, I'm making a fucking difference here. Let's go do this thing again and feel awesome about it. That will never happen when you feel like you've got a gap. But there's also a hidden fear. I told him about this because I had it. And the inner fear was that if I get rid of that feeling of not having enough or not being good enough, or that I've got something to prove, or that one day when I get this thing, then I'm going to feel that way, that you'll probably lose your drive. And I said, for me, it was the opposite. Once those things clicked into place, once I realized that I had done amazing things, coming from where I'd come from, going through the school system, and that every year of my life was always better in some way, shape, or form, Okay, because I just kept going, and I kept learning, and I kept adapting, and I kept focusing on changing my thoughts, changing the way I felt about things, to the point now where I wake up every day and I know if I died today, I'd be happy because I know that I've achieved so much. And I hope that anyone who's listening to this as well realizes that if you look back and you ask yourself, how much have I accomplished from the little things to the big things, you'll see that you've probably done a lot. Yeah, there's probably a lot more. But when you wake up and every day you've got everything, I guarantee you'll achieve everything more. Okay, So please share your stories. Get them out there. Tell people about your successes. And then allow other people to share their success stories too without you judging them or criticizing them because we don't want to keep shutting that down. You know, I hop on TikTok and all of those platforms. I see all these people talking shit in the comments and everyone has a fucking opinion and it's toxic. That needs to change. And it needs to change by people reminding the world of what a successful person looks like. And success isn't what you've got, it's who you are. So when you feel successful, when you feel like you're achieving, when you celebrate your wins, you will celebrate life. And that's what you really want. Driven Mofos, have a great day. Keep kicking ass. Keep your standards high. Keep pushing. But also remember, you've done so much. Keep it going. Take care, everyone.